0: This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob
1: Lefler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong, and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. And I'm joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Ramon B. How are you, Ramon? I am
0: excited for this Part 2 electric boogaloo of what we, we did got last Kent week. Kent Brown.
1: It's a holdover. Kent Brown, he has nothing to do all day, so he just hangs out with us. It's fun. He's That's our new tri- tri- triple co-host. Yeah. Nice. Now, uh,
2: Ramon, are you bald as well? No.
1: No? No, he has hair everywhere. I'm
2: holding on to what
1: he I have. He looks like ZZ Top.
2: Okay. Hair on the grill. I, I just wasn't sure if this was a bald guy's club. No. Invited me back.
1: Clearly it's not. But you yeah. see the picture of me with my Afro?
2: I did, Yes, yeah. That That's is sad. that is exciting stuff.
1: I had hair. I do now, too. Were it's you? on my back. <laughs> uh, was that
2: back when you were driving your Subaru?
1: Uh, no, that was when I was uh, riding some Milwaukee iron, if you must know. So uh, let's uh, – che- that would be oh, – uh, that's a
0: motorcycle, by the way. Th- yes, that's okay, okay. Just checking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's thir- 74 cubic inches of stump-pulling muscle. So uh, we always start with the headlines of the day. Uh. Uh, the NSA, are you familiar with them? National Security Administration, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have a new slogan. Did you hear it? No, but I'm sure you're gonna tell me. It's the NSA, a government organization that really listens to you. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's enough of that crap. All right. So Kent, I, we... have a, I have a
2: shirt for you, Bob. Do you? Yeah. You you fly quite a bit, I'm Oh,
1: I do. By the way, on a, I was on a, you know, they have a new legislation about comfort animals. And I was on a flight recently. I said Noah's Ark had fewer comfort animals on it than, than this flight. It was bad. You know, every once in a while, the dog will poop. Have you ever been on a flight where the dog pooped? No. <laughs>
0: no.
1: They had one of those little Frenchies, whatever they're called. Oh, the thing lay, laid out a Lincoln log and uh, holy cow. That was fun. <laughs>
0: What about the gift, though, for, for Bob?
1: Well, uh, no. He's gonna. He has a shirt for you, he says. Oh, yeah, the shirt. Yeah. Let's hear about the shirt.
2: It, it's one of my favorite shirts that I have. I wear it every time I fly it. Says, can we say it on the air? I, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll I see. think so. We can. It says, it ain't gay if it's NSA. There you go. Oh, there hi-yo. you go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hi <Hi-yo. laughs> Oh my goodness! All right, so we did go up. there. We <laughs> did. He said the, the views expressed on this program, yeah, those Bob Leffler. are necessarily the views of the host. Sadly, <laughs> okay. Uh, you got to have a sense of humor if you're going to be playing for the other team. So, uh, you said you had a whole slew of real estate questions. I do. Let's knock so, them out. This is the guy we want on the show, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. less work I have to do. Yeah.
2: So last week we talked about what it meant. It was a whole week fearless? ago? Fearless. Yeah. A whole week. All, all last week, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we had talked about becoming fearless and what that meant to be a fearless agent. So my follow-up question is, what are the daily activities that you need that you should be doing because really being fearless is a skill um so what are the daily activities that you should be doing to be a- another
1: fantastic question here it is all right so first of all the fearless agent schedule doubles your income for the year okay so you the if it's possible now this wouldn't be possible for everybody if you were part-time or something like that but um or there are people that have other challenges in their life that mess up their schedule but the perfect fearless agent schedule is eat eat lunch at noon that's the foundation of your day food right ramon get, start oh, with food yep from there we build the empire so lunch happens at noon Every day, so I used to be guilty of this. I would, I would be prospecting or doing something, and then it would be like 1.30 in the afternoon. I go, oh, I haven't eaten yet, and then I'd go eat. And you know, every day I'm eating at a different time. And then uh, I got a, I had a partner in real estate, and she said, uh, look, we're eating at noon every day. And I go, oh, you know what a concept, and it literally changed my career. It was a big, big deal. So it, your day has to wrap around that. And then I also would recommend that you eat dinner at 5 p.m. So what that allows you to do is you could do an afternoon listing appointment at 2.30. You could do a listing appointment at uh, 7 p.m. or any kind of appointment, buyer appointment, investor appointment, showing appointment, whatever. Do them all at two thirty in the afternoon or seven pm. So, if you you know I mean you have to eat, you have to sleep. So if at nine am I can start prospecting, and then I can prospect till noon. At noon I drop everything, whatever's happening. I go to lunch. At one pm I'm done with lunch. I could get back on the phone and call until five or. I have an appointment at two thirty, so I go on my listing appointment. I get the listing, you know, cha-ching. I earn ten grand or whatever it is. Then uh, I'm hungry, I'm exhausted. I eat uh, dinner, and then I have a seven p.m. listing appointment. So even though I'm no longer hungry, I'm still exhausted. But you know, for money, I'll go. So I'm going to go on the seven p.m. listing appointment. And cha-ching, earn another ten grand. So, you can't do two listing appointments in one day any other way, and eat and sleep. So, and you have to prospect also in the morning, otherwise you won't have any listing appointments in the future. So that's the secret to the fearless agent schedule. So if you if you have, uh, I would say that the secret to life is one perfect day. In a row. You know, people say, oh, I got off track yesterday. Well, let's forget yesterday. Tomorrow, for example, you, can't tomorrow, have you got any appointments scheduled? No. Okay. Not right now. Okay. So, no personal or professional. So, tomorrow, can you start calling at 9 a.m.?
2: Absolutely. Okay. Do every day.
1: Call till noon. And then, because you don't have an appointment, then Get back on the phone at 1, call till 5, then eat, then get back on the phone at 6, and call till 8. And then you've done the best you could do, and that's don't get off the phone until you've scheduled five listing appointments for the week. So that really is the secret to the schedule. Number one, the goal is to do 40 listings in a year at 7%. The goal would be however much money that earns you in your market. Uh, The goal would be to schedule five listing appointments each week, assuming that two of them would cancel maybe. If you go on three and you only get one, uh, you would get 40 if you took uh, uh, eight weeks off of the year. Two reasons to take eight weeks off. One is uh, it makes the math easier for me, and the other reason really doesn't matter because it's all about me making the math easier. <laughs> so that that ends up with forty weeks in your year. So, uh, and if you're if you're doing forty listings at seven percent, and you're keeping four. You're making uh, a lot more than probably the largest team in your office if you spend no money on advertising, like fearless agents never have to do what company do you work for
2: kent so i work for a, a small boutique company called summit realty there's 11 agents okay and i average agent does 82 transactions in our office
1: okay well my goal for you is that you are the number one earning agent in the next 12 months at that company okay
2: so, what I heard is consistency, following a schedule consistently every day.
1: Yeah. So, so it gets more and I love complicated. Why not? It gets more complicated as you get more listings and more deals. So, so then the secret to staying consistent is you'd have to delegate all of the nonsense that is necessary. There's a lot of nonsense uh, uh, that's unnecessary. But, um, Uh, like coming up with a brochure or coming up with the postcards and all that or or websites and all that. That's unnecessary nonsense. Uh, But there's a lot of necessary nonsense like entering the listing into the MLS. Somebody has to do it. I certainly don't have to do it but somebody has to do it. So the more of that kind of stuff you can delegate. The only thing you can't delegate is the phone. You literally could delegate every other thing. And the funny thing is the phone is the first thing these team people like to get delegate and then nobody is ever good on the phone and then they go broke. So you want to be great. Whoever is best on the phone is always going to make the most money. So if you have your assistant get good at prospecting the phone, a year later, you're their assistant. That's the way that works. So you could delegate the listing presentation. Uh, You could delegate the showings. Uh, For example, I got rid of my lockbox key, bought a Corvette uh, so that buyers would not fit in my car. And I couldn't even show my own listing. So I knew that every time I left the office, it was costing me money. So if I'm making $400 an hour on the phone, it would be hard not to. Then once you get in your car, you're not making any money. If you're driving to a listing presentation, that driving time is not profitable. It's an expense. It costs400 dollars an hour to be in my car is the way I looked at it. Then I go on the listing appointment. You know that's profitable. But if I don't get the listing, it's an expense. you know So you could delegate that, honestly, but uh, you for sure want to be on the phone. That, as many hours as you can be. So delegate every other thing. All the customer service stuff, you want to delegate that. Have a system for everything, which we teach you. In fact, in our next like coaching it. call, I think I'm going to be talking about that customer service stuff.
2: So one thing that I heard, and I don't know if you agree with this, but I I liked it for customers.
1: If I said it, I agree with it.
2: uh. Was it you? Oh, maybe not then. I, I listen to a lot of stuff. I don't. Know uh,
1: I don't recommend that.
2: I know. I'm. I read a lot of things, but one thing that I was reading the other day was, um, they asked what, what do people get for your subscription? They're subscribing to you. To me? As the, as the agent, what are they getting for their subscription?
1: Well, uh, I ship out a kit. With five – well, you know this. You know what you got. You got it. Yeah. But I – but – Excellent. But five presentations, the visuals, they're already created. You make no changes in them other than your company logo. And then uh, audio and video recordings of me demonstrating, listing, pricing, FISBO, buyer and investor. You learn those at your own pace. So you've learned uh, almost three of those so far, which is good and and i don't really care how quick a learner somebody is that that i'm not a very quick learner i would rather learn it than learn it quickly half half learned so uh and then we provide you with all the things to say, the basics of what to say on the phone uh that will get you your appointments booked and then uh then we have a weekly group call, which is one solid hour of me coaching on one or two topics that you would never hear from any other coach. And then there's usually about a half an hour after that for questions on any topic. That way you get a little bit of everything. And then each episode of that is recorded for you so you don't have to be on the call live. But if you ask – like if you ask a question on the, on the coaching call live, my answer is recorded for you if that helps you. Because some things are complicated and you want it recorded so you don't have to take notes while you're asking it. But it would help other people too. And then you can call me anytime. You know, the other thing that – the other coaching scam is regularly scheduled coaching calls. Uh, that that to me is not helpful. And then when you when you have that call, they're asking you to report your numbers because they just want to burn up the hour, you know. Uh, and talk about your big why and all that baloney that we talked about last week. So what I want you to do is pick up the phone immediately when you have a – when a question occurs to you and you – and always be thinking what do I need to be good at next and then just pick up the phone and call me. So you know, some people call me – like this morning somebody called me and I had a half an hour conversation with them I've had people call me and I have an hour and a half conversation with them I've had people call me and it's a 5 minute thing or you know it doesn't matter it's it's what what it takes to answer their question at that moment that's important to them because it isn't about me the coach it's about you so uh whatever and everybody's at a different stage in a different uh you know, the next thing they need is a skill or a schedule or a systems thing. You know, hiring an assistant—it could be anything. So, whatever it, whatever, it, whatever we're going to talk about, the coaching student will decide. Although, sometimes I will have a different opinion. I'll say I don't think that's your big problem right now. You know?
2: Can I can I tell you one thing that I love about your coaching? Tell me
1: fifteen things, things that you they, love about my coaching. Well, I drink coffee. I'm going to drink coffee. Do you, we got to have to have a coffee thing.
2: I like it. All plug. It's
1: delicious. Okay.
2: <laughs> so shameless plug, um, as far as the difference in coaching style. and the One thing that I've really benefited and loved is I felt like when I would do my half hour coaching calls, you know, once a week with my Mike Ferry coach. It was a lot of just blabber that it wasn't really my problems that I was having. It was, this is what I want you to do, and we're never going to talk about it again. And for the most part, it was all things that I could find on YouTube videos from Mike Ferry. The one thing that I love is when I'm talking to you, I feel like coaching is your full-time job. Oh, it is. But you're passionate about (laughs) it. And then some. When I'm then, not having food
1: poisoning at Thanksgiving, yeah.
2: <laughs> so I I love that. But I also love that you have the experience that goes along with it as well. So um
1: You know, the the other thing is I yeah. I have a unique uh experience in real estate in that I, I had I think I had a typical Career path in real estate. I failed for five years and just about was going to get out of real estate. And I look back on that as that helps me be good at this. You know, when you, when people have a riches to rag story, uh, that is not so helpful as a coach. But if you have the rags to riches story, it's, it is easier. But you know, like Mike Ferry uh, never struggled, and he only sold real estate for two years. Tom Ferry never sold real estate in his life, and and then all the words they tell you to say are just ridiculous. You haven't even they they haven't even thought. I don't think they ever said any of that stuff, honestly. So uh, I always teach people to do what I did, or I teach people not to do what I did because it was bad. You know, so that's that's helpful also. Never do that. <laughs> you know, That did not work for me, I can tell you. So, uh, and I did it for 21 years.
2: Yeah, and that's what I love.
1: Three it, lifetimes in the real
2: estate. Coach, it doesn't feel like a coaching call. It feels like I have a question and I have access to a top real estate agent that I can ask that question to and have the confidence that it will work. And I
1: also learn from my coaching students. My they get themselves into these jams. And, you know, it's good to you know, it's easy for me because I'm objective. You know, when my when I, my coaching student is telling me their problem, I always take the the side of their client. I'm always thinking of it from their client's point of view. I'm not taking I'm not thinking of it from their point of view. They, of course, are which would be normal. But I always think, you know, well, if it was all about the client and it wasn't about you, what would you do then? And it would be different many times. Sometimes it would be the same, but it would be, it would be probably different. So it, that's, that's the other thing is just always think of it from the client's point of view. What do they want? Not how do they want to react to it. That, that's always the wrong choice by the client. But what do they really want or what should they want? Maybe they don't even know they should want that, but we do. So that's helpful.
2: I love that. I love that a lot. Okay. Well,
1: do you have more questions? That was,
2: that was powerful. Good. Yeah. No, I, I think a lot of it was just I, I wanted to give you that shameless plug. I really Thank you. everything everything that you've done for me and my business, just in this short Short period of time, and it's not complex. It's just very no. We don't
1: do complex, do we, Ramon?
0: <laughs> I can't <laughs> even spell that word.
1: <laughs> that's, if you can't spell complex, then it's E C K S on the end, I think. So, uh, so I here's,
2: here's one more question. Oh, right. All right, good. This is, this is my we have answer.
1: just a little more time to kill, so that that's perfect. This is working out just great.
2: Hey, I like that. But so this more has to do with. Um, okay, I'm, I called and expired. They say, yes, it isn't for sale. That is true. It left the market unsold. Um, and, and then I go through the dialogue with them. They say, well, we couldn't get the price that we wanted, which is why we have decided not to sell because we wanted to purchase a home in the area. What are you saying?
1: Be, because a, Because now now because they couldn't get the price they wanted, they cannot go through with the purchase? Is that what you you meant by that?
2: Yeah, so from what I've been finding out by just digging a little bit deeper, um, and I haven't asked you this specifically, so I'm I'm curious your thoughts, is I dig a little deeper. They say we were upsizing, but we had to get a price that, that we wanted for our home in order to buy this new home. Now, they're not...
1: Here's the question. Here's the question. I always think of what is the magic question. In every sales situation, there's a magic question that needs to be asked. Okay? Okay. So you think about that that situation. What is the magic question that needs to be asked? To me, it is, is there, first of all, you say, can I ask you about that? And then they'll say, sure. And then they shut up and you get to talk. So everybody should write that down. Can I ask you about that? When they say something crazy or it's not helpful to you or, what, or them or whatever, you just say, can I ask you about that? And then maybe you don't, but you, at least the, you get the opportunity to talk. So they say, sure. You say, is there any chance realistically, any chance at all, that five years from today you will still be living in the house you're in right now? And if they say, oh, no, there's no chance of that, then it's pretty good bet they're a real seller right now. If they said, yeah, I can imagine that, then there's zero chance that they're going to move. Zero. So uh-huh. a real seller, so, I was, you hear me say this, they're nice, they're sane, they're smart, they have a ton of equity to pay you with and they're they're deadly serious about selling right now at fair market value whatever that turns out to be and they don't get, they don't get to have any input on what that turns out to be the market tells you what fair market value is so that's who we're looking for but i think that's the magic question in that situation and if they said yeah then then i would say okay well Uh, If I have an amazing strategy, and I do, and then you go into the value proposition and then uh, book the appointment.
2: Okay. Vastly different from what what I've been doing, so I like that. Mm. I love that question.
1: What have you been doing?
2: Um, I, I just say, Bob, have you thought that with your home decreasing in price, that the home that you were planning on purchasing is also decreasing in price? Yeah, that's too complicated. Yeah.
1: And and no, they haven't. <laughs> Probably. But and all of that is true. But not everything that's true needs to be said. You know, it's not my goal to teach them a lesson. It's my goal to find out if they're a seller or not. So, yes, okay. staying in that house, uh, let's say, for five years, guaranteed, it will assure them they're not going to move to the bigger house. It won't happen. Because the interest rates are going up, the values are going down, but the interest rates are going up so much faster in this market that we're in today, as of, as of this date of this recording. But so so this is a five year or ten year long term problem. So uh, th- that's why I would I think the magic question is there is there any chance that five years from today you will still be living in the same house? They said, oh no. If you said, is there any chance three years from today that you will still be living in the same house? Oh, no. Say, okay. If you knew, guaranteed, that uh, by waiting that the house you're going to buy ends up getting smaller, crappier, in a worse neighborhood and more expensive all at the same time, would you wait? for all those things to happen? Or would you consider maybe doing it now? See, that's the difference in saying, hey, I don't know if you know this or not, but blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's not what we do at Fearless Agent. I set you up, I set you up, I set you up, and then, and then we ask you a magic question that has no wrong answer. But they already told me the answer by the time I got there. So that's the secret to sales in general. That
2: is fantastic.
1: Hey, we're Thank out you. of time. I'm gonna plug this uh lovely now Kent, Kent, you've been a lovely, lovely guest on the show here, I want to say that. So Thank you. if people want to call you to send you referral business in the greater Salt Lake City Metroplex, they can call you toll free day or night at eight oh one five nine two three one three five. Is that correct? That's it. And then for all of you, I just want to say thank you for being with us. If you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were, like uh, Kent gave me a call and we're fixing them up one day at a time. And I want to thank all of you for joining us today. If you're a a real estate company owner and you happen to be recruiting fewer producing agents than you wish you were, go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com, watch that video, and then call me. Don't Email me. Don't text me. Call me. Uh, go to fearlessagent.tv and subscribe. And then uh, you can also subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Please give us a five-star review. Not for me, but for Kent because he's such a lovely guest. Thank and Ramon. You. Ramon is a lovely Thank person. you. And then until next week, do what we always do. We always do three things. Have fun.